Welcome to the Share On Air podcast, where we go behind the brand with entrepreneurs to learn their successes and their struggles. We'll also be looking at ways to get your podcast shared on air. But for now, let's get on with the conversation. Super excited for this. My bestest friend in the old world, Liz Campbell, is here from M12 Fitness. And, um, we're just going to talk all about all the things because Liz is awesome and you should be learning about M12 <laughs> Fitness. So Liz and I used to work in radio together a long, long time ago. Gosh, it must be, I think 2013-ish was when I left that side of the planet. Um, it's been that long. Yeah. Holy. Yeah, it's been a long time since I left radio and we worked together in that industry. Liz is still working in radio a bit as well as her fitness What's the word I want to use? Empire. Your empire. empire. I like that. I was going to say business, but you make me sound a whole lot more successful if you use the word empire. Right? <laughs> do, 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 do. Um, <laughs> I wanted to get Liz on so that we can just have a chat and explain, uh, well, talk a little bit about M12 Fitness, where it came from, how it began, what Liz's vision, passion, all that stuff is, because Liz is super into being your best self and being healthy and happy it's not all about just being super fit and ripped and looking sexy in a bikini which is an awesome byproduct of some of the stuff that you do but um it's not all about the end goal of what you look like it's all about what you feel like so liz how did you get in to fitness because like i said we were working in radio and then suddenly this whole fitness thing kicked in for you now what happened how did that come to be Probably the number one reason that basically I started was back in 2015, the company that I was working for, in the fall they had layoffs. Right. So certain amount of people from every department were let go and it just kind of scared me. It made right. me realize that I really just did not have a plan B, that that was it for me. I had nothing to fall back on. Right. So that's kind of when fitness was always it, like fitness has always been something I've really loved. I've always been really passionate about it. It makes me feel great. And just kind of being able to relay that to other people yeah. was something I've always thought about doing. So okay. when these layoffs actually came through, that's when I got serious about the whole okay, I need this plan B and I need it now. Right. So right. that's when I started to kind of look into the avenues of where do I go from here? How do I get my certification? How do I become certified towards the things that I, I know, but I don't know at the same time. Yeah, yeah. And that led me down the path of researching companies in order to become certified. And I came across CamFit Pro, which is basically just a shortening for Canadian fitness professionals. Right. That's where I am certified through for all of my courses. All of my certifications have come through CamFit Pro. I really enjoy the company. And now I'm able to apply all of that knowledge to my clients. So after you got your certification, what was the next step? What did you do? Because I'm really interested, obviously you being my friend and us having worked in the other industries, it's like that you've been working really hard behind the scenes to build this brand and start this whole business of M12 Fitness. So what was the next step? You got certified, then then how did you start spreading the word and sharing what you do? Because I remember it was kind of a, a nerve wracking thing for you to be like, oh, I've got my certification now and now I need to just sort of trust that I can coach people. Yeah, it, it is a big jump because of, like, of course, I've been in the radio industry for 15 years. I could do my job with a blindfold on right. basically, essentially. But now that, you know, I'm certified in fitness and it's something that's so new to me. 
and so different from what I what I yeah. do for my career from day to day. It was like, okay, do I know what I'm doing? Yeah. Do I know what I'm talking about? Can I apply this to someone else? So I think a big thing was I got into it actually training clients very, very slowly. I have I have a large client load now, mm-hmm. but for the longest time, I think for the first six months that I actually even started M12 Fitness, I had one client. Okay. He's my friend, Andrew. Great dude, knew I just got my certification and said, hey, I wanna do some training with you. He was also very, very open and very accepting of the fact that I was brand new. I didn't have all the answers. And he was very, very willing to almost be as terrible as this word is a guinea pig for me. Yeah, yeah, totally. To be able to, yeah, apply what I just had learned and to go from there. Really like over the years, it's just been experience. I Mm -hmm. feel a lot more confident now in my knowledge and being able to apply that knowledge to other people. And a big way that I've just kind of been getting the word out for so long has just been social media, just building that presence and those audiences, nurturing them, answering those questions for them if they have them, and then just growing from there. I'm And I'm having my most successful time in my business I've ever had, which I'm super happy about. That's fantastic. Well, it's it's only going to grow because you're starting, you're building gradually. So of course, it's going to start to get bigger and, and better, which is awesome. And someone once said to me um, when I was in a business course a long time ago, and it really stuck with me that you only get better at something by doing it. Mm-hmm. So sitting there and learning about it and, and thinking about it and how you're going to do it, but you've got to go and do it. So myself as as podcast production or vocal coaching, those two, my two big passions, it's like you have to do it daily to get better at it. So it's it's like absolutely anything. If you want to knit a, a beautiful sweater, you got to start with a scarf. Yeah, you got to start and you got to build your confidence. And, and it sounds like with you, especially once... You got your certification. You suffered a little bit from what we all do as entrepreneurs is a little bit of that imposter syndrome of like, oh, now, now so. I'm I'm a coach, am I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Am I even this thing that I, this paper tells me I am? <laughs> right. Like mm-hmm. thinking about that, I'm like, oh my gosh, d- doctors and nurses, suddenly it's like, ta-da, you're the guy in charge now. It's like, oh my word, that must be so terrifying. I can't imagine the imposter syndrome they go through the second they graduate from university and have to have to go into their practicum or whatever they call it yeah i i would be like throwing up on the floor <laughs> i'd be so nervous no like suddenly you're responsible for someone's life mm-hmm. uh, have you ever experienced it from the other side did you ever work with personal trainers in the past i did very briefly have a trainer at oh what was that gym chain even called we used to go to world health was that the world one? health yeah, that's yeah. it i was gonna call it world gym but i knew that wasn't right yeah, yeah uh yeah so i basically i signed up for a gym membership it came with like two free sessions mm-hmm. with a personal trainer along with your gym membership so i took them learned a few things from that young man he was very nice yeah. i didn't have the funds at the time to basically hire him afterwards right so that just kind of fell off but one friend of mine who has also been a mentor he's my trainer zach at smash conditioning here in calgary he has been my trainer has been a mentor for probably about it's coming up on seven years now i would say yeah i met him he was actually um my husband's rugby coach in high school very cool so when my husband and i started dating 
he knew I was into fitness. He's a very athletic guy himself. So we actually started going to Zach's boot camp classes together. And I think that also kind of really helped me like a lot more with the fitness bug as well, because right. fitness kind of up until then was always like, oh, I'll go and run on the treadmill for 20 minutes twice a week. Like yeah, it wasn't, yeah. I like I enjoyed doing it, but it wasn't something that I necessarily took seriously and didn't know that there was another level to it until yeah. I started training with Zach. So he's a lot of the reason that I train in the style that I do. I know it's effective. I enjoy it. The time flies by. So mm -hmm. when you're, when you're working with me, it's like you blink and the hour's finished and you've had a really great workout. Fine. And I owe a lot of that to him. So yes, he's, he's been my trainer and a great mentor and friend for a long time. Love it. Now, from a business point of view, is there something specific that stopped you from taking that path of maybe going to work at a big box gym as one of their trainers versus starting your own business? What was the thought process there? The luxury I had was I didn't need to rely on the income of mm -hmm. having to go straight into a gym to work there. Right. Basically having, having my day job is a salary. Yeah. I get paid the exact same amount every like twice a month, yeah. you know? So I had that luxury to be able to kind of branch out on my own and yeah. to, and to be able to say, no, I'm doing my own thing. I'm making the rules. I'm making all the money. I'm setting all the prices. I'm doing this. Yeah. I didn't have to answer to anyone else. I wasn't on anyone else's schedule. Yeah. And there, there were just some things that I had heard about gyms that just kind of turned me off of going that route. Right. It was things like being a personal trainer there, you make like a quarter of what their actual fee is that they're charging these people. And then the rest mm. goes to the gym. Well, I didn't want to be in that position at all. Right. So that's when I just kind of went, no, I'm going to do this myself. I have that luxury of just being able to build it up as I go. Yeah. And here I am. So. I love it. I love it. You've been working so hard. I mean, obviously 2020 crazy for everybody. Um, we've all heard it, blah, blah, blah. But what in particular, because you've mentioned a few times I've seen sort of on social media and just now you said too, this has been the most successful year, but obviously you're building, you're growing anyway. So we'd hope to see that this would be your most successful. And now 2021 will knock that out of the park too, hopefully. But what about this year has been different that you think has contributed to 2020 have been a successful year for you? Oh gosh, I launched a brand new online fitness service right. back in July called the Home Workout Community. So that's basically for anyone who either may not have a lot of time in order to work with a trainer, wants to do it on their own, has the drive to do it on their own as well. That's just another fitness option for them to be able to work with me if they can't necessarily work with me right mm -hmm, right on top of that like i've seen follower numbers grow followers seem to be a lot more comfortable with me nice. i i have a lot of conversations during the day with some really amazing people via, via social media i feel a lot more comfortable just putting myself out there having free resources for everyone yeah. in order for them to like give fitness a try, get those nutrition tips, those sorts of things. Mm. I think that comfort level has really, really helped yeah, over the yeah. past year. It's something that I'm willing to dive into now. Whereas going back to what we were talking about, like a couple minutes ago about, oh, the imposter syndrome mm. and the having, just having to do things 
in order yeah. to get more comfortable with them. Well, I'm feeling a lot more comfortable with things too. And I think my audience sees that as well. Yeah. How's the virtual space working for you? Cause you're obviously think gyms were open, gyms were closed, gyms were <laughs> it's like, ah. Yeah. Um, but again, it's fantastic because you're still seeing success and you're still seeing new clients signing up and stuff. Do you think that's because you're more, almost more accessible because you're using the virtual approach? I think so. Like, honestly, when I opened virtual training, that's when I got my influx of one-on-one -on -one training clients. Amazing. They're, they're like, oh, I can still work with you, but yeah. I don't have to go to a gym because, you know, I don't want to. I don't don't yeah. want to be around people or I just don't want to drive in the snow or I don't have time to drive there or what have you. Yeah. I think being virtual and being online has helped me significantly. Amazing. I don't really think I would have seen the growth if I wasn't willing to basically do what we are doing now yeah. like we're all, like for anyone who's listening we're on a video call right now and this is literally how I train my virtual clients if I wasn't open to doing that I honestly don't think I would have had the success that you I disappear. am having yeah mm -hmm. yeah yeah you disappear because you need you need to be virtual now everything needs to be virtual and do you think you'll um you'll put as much effort once gyms have reopened do you think the virtual landscape will be just as busy for you still do you think people will want and crave to be in person or do you think you'll get like 50 percent of your clients to be like you know what this works great yeah i honestly yeah. think the virtual is here to stay yeah. um like i've i've asked clients in the past who have inquired um with me about training in person versus training virtual and a lot of the time they're just like no i'll train virtually yeah. i do have the like prob i think like two or three of my clients right now have signed up for in-person yeah. sessions yeah um and that's that's just their preference yeah. like that's completely fine i'm in the gym tuesdays and thursdays and that's when i train them nice um but yeah like my clients have wanted to do virtual and they've stuck with it i have i have a client who lives in toronto amazing yeah, it's super easy to train her because we don't even have to be in the same province. Yeah. I very, very much have loved the virtual training yes. sessions that I have been doing. Now, you've mentioned you've become a lot more confident with social media, being out in front of people. And this is a business kind of question. You are offering so much valuable content for free online. Now, what is the thought process behind that? A lot of businesses would shy away from that thinking, why would I give it away for free when I can charge for it? But I wonder, firstly, is this contributing to the success of the previous year? And uh, is it bringing you more clients? Like what's, what is prompting you to do so much for your followers for free? Uh, my thought process behind it has just always been the whole, you know, the iconic line from our our uh, marketing coach, Megan Moore, <laughs> is the whole give love, get love thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, you, you put yourself out into the world, you're willing to give something to someone and ask for nothing in return, they're going to remember that. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of my whole thinking behind like, okay, give, give these people something, they can then in turn see what I do. Mm-hmm. And then if it's something that they love and want to pursue further, we can talk about that, right? Totally, totally. So it's definitely something where like, I, I feel like fitness should be for everyone. Yeah. Whether that's someone who is just starting out, someone who's been to the gym in the past 10 years, someone big, someone small, someone weak, someone strong. I do really believe that it's for everyone. Yes. And I just want to make sure that is accessible to people who 
also may not be able to afford it. There's those things as well. Just putting myself out there and like sharing this with people, it makes me feel good. It makes them feel good. In turn, they are they are way more open to also sharing me with their friends. Right. I see that a lot, which I'm so, so thankful for. Yeah, that's just kind of the whole thought behind it is the more I give, the more people are going to know about me and the more I feel like it will just help from there yeah there's tons of free resources that liz offers and loads of ways to get involved and start getting healthy with liz another quick question the m12 fitness where does the m12 come from i know this because i've (laughs) asked you this before but for those of you listening let's have a little explanation of the m12 because i like this story so um m12 is after my maiden name so i'm my maiden name i'll say it nice and slow (laughs) micklethwaite very very nice british name It's what they used to call my father when he was in the Canadian Air Force. So M12 is just Micklethwaite shortened. (laughs) It's M and 12 more letters. And that was, that was his nickname for his 30. I never, I never get the amount of time he was in the service, right? 37 years long that he was in there. And so um, it was something that I just kind of wanted to carry on the name. I basically started my business. I registered it in the fall Mm -hmm. before I actually got my certification. So as soon as I got my certification, I was ready to go. I passed my exam, got my certification December 22nd, 2016. The very next day, my husband proposed. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's awesome. I was like, cool. Thanks, babe. But I'm keeping my business name. And he, <laughs> he was totally fine with that. So but yeah, that is that is the story about my my M12 fitness name. Awesome. So. Yeah. Or you could call it Micklethwamble. Like I Micklethwamble like, like you like to. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't kind of instill a vision of like strength and solidness. <laughs> Micklethwamble. Yeah. It kind of sounds like a noise you'd make if you fell down the stairs or something. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> How can people get in touch with you? How can people start following all of your amazing free resources? And how can people book training with you and learn more? What's the best way to go? So the best way to find all of my free resources would most likely be through my social media um, accounts. You can find me on both Facebook and Instagram at M12FitnessLiz. So M12FitnessLiz. Um, But other than that, I have a website. You can find me at M12Fitness.com. Perfect. Awesome. Thank you so much, Liz. Thank you for having me. Anything else you want to leave us with? One thing I will say is um, just because we're recording this at the start of a new year. Mm -hmm. um, One thing I will say, if you're seeing all these ads about teas and shakes and pills that are telling you to slim down because it's the new year, they don't work. They're unsustainable. They're crap. Your fitness journey needs to be sustainable and healthy and make you happy. Eat real food and move your body. There you go. I love it. If you want more and you want to kickstart your 2021, head to social media and follow M12 Fitness Liz. That's M12 Fitness Liz. Thanks so much, Liz, for joining me. And we'll be back with more very, very soon. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed. Please feel free to follow share underscore on air on social media and visit shareonair.ca online for more information. Thanks again and we'll see you soon.